Welcome to another podcast of Lifting Nerds. I'm your host, Brandon Emsley. Today, we're going to be talking about how long you should be dieting for. Um, so for dieting, this is going to be how long you are losing weight or in what is known as a calorie deficit. I find a lot of individuals um, are typically dieting um, for a short period of time, losing a large uh, portion of weight and getting that rebound effect that comes along with that, with these all these fad diets. Or if individuals are in a calorie deficit in a nice gradual one, but they're dieting for too long, which gives them that, uh, tends to give them that burnout and they end up falling off that diet and they don't really know where to go from there. Um, so I'm going to be going into some of those different factors. So what I want to do to start off this podcast is just talk about some of the general recommendations for uh, weight of weight loss and uh, weight loss duration um, that has been shown or that the science-based community has kind of come up with. Um, so for the weight of weight loss, um, typically you want to be losing about 0.5 to 1% of your total body weight per week. Um, so for an individual that's weighing 200 pounds, they should be losing roughly about uh, one to two pounds per week. Um, I'm going to talk about why that is uh, later on. I'm just going to go into the weight loss duration as well. Um, so the, for the weight loss duration, uh, what is recommended to is dieting or being in that calorie deficit for uh, about between six to 12 weeks, um, losing in total 10% of your total body weight. Um, and uh, yes, yeah, so you, you can be on a little bit of a lower end of that. If you are just kind of doing a mini cut, going down to like a four week uh, deficit, losing at a little bit of a, at that higher rate of weight loss, um, you can be a little bit higher than 12 weeks, kind of going up to that 16 week uh, deficit. If you are doing more of like a competition prep, or if you're just, if you've dieted in the past and you can handle um, the little bit of hunger and all the side effects that come along with dieting for a larger period of time. Um, but uh, so for example, a 200 pound individual should lose no more than 20 um, pounds in a single dieting phase. Um, and like I was saying before, if you're on that to lower end, if you're kind of at that four to six weeks, um, that should be, um, you can diet at a little bit of a higher rate of weight loss. So dieting at that 1%. So that 200 pound individual can drop about two pounds per week. Um, if you are um, having a longer dieting period, uh, you can make it a little bit more gradual and you can be losing at about that 0.5% of your body weight. So losing about one pound per week. Um, yeah, so what I'm going to go into now is why going too fast or going uh, for a too long of a duration when being in a calorie deficit isn't the best idea. Um, so number one, it's uh, going to cause you to lose more muscle mass. Um, if you are in a uh, constantly in a dieting phase, um, you are going to be getting into a lower uh, body fat percentage. Your metabolism is going to start to ramp down uh, what is known as NEAT. So non-exercise activity thermogenesis is going to decrease. So things um, such as like fidgeting or just sitting up, standing, um, just any kind of uh, 
small movement that isn't classified as exercise, you're going to subconsciously stop doing this as much, which will slow down your metabolism, um, the loss in uh, muscle mass. Um, so when you're losing weights, I believe it's about, um, about 20, 15 to 20% of your weight. Um, if you're natural, will commonly come from muscle mass, especially if you are a little bit leaner. If you're starting off a little bit on the heavier side and you're just getting into training, you can definitely get some body recomposition and gain some muscle mass and lose some fat mass at the same time while you're dropping down. But if you've already been lifting for a while, you are um, likely going to lose a little bit of muscle mass while you are dropping in weight. Um, also, if you are taking the extreme approach to dieting, if you're losing a lot of weight in a short period of time, or if you're on a diet for a very long period, um, your cortisol levels are going to ramp up, which can affect your quality of sleep. Um, so if you're having poorer sleep, it's going to lead to poor recovery, um, which is going to lead to poor muscle growth. Um, and if you're not sleeping as much, you're not, uh, you'll likely lose or yeah, lose a little bit more muscle mass at night rather than fat mass. Um, so it's very important uh, to manage that. Also, if you're dieting for a long period of time or very aggressive, you're going to get a lot of physical fatigue. Your energy levels aren't going to be great. Um, your like You'll get psychological fatigue or also known as diet fatigue. Um, that just comes along with it. And you'll be a lot more food focused. So it's very important uh, to make sure you're doing it at a nice controlled rate. Um, also, if you are going very aggressive or dieting for a very low or a very large amount of time, you're likely going to be going into some pretty low calories, um, especially if you are doing that very restrictive dropping like 30 pounds in one month, um, you're going to be at very low calories, which is going to put you at a higher risk for nutrient deficiencies. Um, so yeah, it's important to yeah do it nice and slow. Also, hunger levels are going to be spiked up. So with that, um, I'll kind of go into the body fat set point a little bit in the, actually, I'll go into that right now. So what essentially the body fat set point theory is, is uh, just talking about how your body fat cells naturally want to stay at the same size. So as you do lose weight, um, your body fat cells shrink. Um, and when they shrink, um, they suppress a hormone called leptin. Uh, leptin is a hormone that suppresses appetite. Um, so if, uh, if you're releasing less uh, leptin, um, you're going to be more hungry. So it's going to cause your appetite to increase. So that's why typically if you lose more than uh, 10 pounds, you'll notice that your appetite starts increasing over time. Uh, Typically, we have like a set range where we can naturally sit in, where we feel comfortable, where we don't feel too hungry, where we don't feel too full. For myself, it's about a 10-pound uh, range. So for myself, uh, between 185 and 195, I can naturally sit there with no discomfort. Uh, but if I get down, like as I've gotten down to my uh, 173 pounds at my lowest for my prep, I was definitely feeling that uh, hunger. I was definitely like, I'm sure my leptin levels were very suppressed, causing me to feel a lot more hungry. Um, yeah, so that's that's a body fat set point. Um, also with that theory, um, so if you have your uh, 
can't even talk for some reason. <laughs> if your body fat cells shrink down um, and you're there um, at a lower body fat percentage and you end up binging and you end up overindulging for a couple of weeks, you can actually gain new fat cells. Um, so it's called um, hyperplasia. Uh, so what happens is uh, now you're going to have more smaller fat cells. So you're going to have more total body fat. Um, but now when you get back up to that regular weight where you were before your diet, you're actually going to be more hungry um, just because your body fat cells aren't quite at the same size or at their set point. So if you gain more of them, if I know it's a little bit confusing, um, but for them uh, to get to the natural set point size with more of them, you're going to actually have more total body fat. So that's why a lot of people, when they go on these crazy diets and they rebound really hard, they end up gaining uh, more weight back um, than they previously were at. So that's why it's very important um, to be able to end the diet before you end up going into these crazy rebounds. Um, yeah. So now what I want to do, um, and also from, yeah, again, that adherence um, issue with dieting for too long and doing those crazy diets, um, you can't maintain it. Um, if you're dieting for yeah longer than 16 weeks, most people can't uh, physically handle that and they end up falling off. They end up rebounding pretty hard um, for like bodybuilding competition prep. Um, we do have to diet essentially a lot of times for like 24 weeks, which it is extreme sport. Um, and it is what's needed to get down to these extremely low body fat percentage. For, but for some, uh, for an average lifestyle individual, you shouldn't be going to that extreme or else you're going to run into uh, those issues with adherence with the bodybuilding uh, individuals uh, like myself, we incorporate diet breaks and stuff like that, which I won't kind of get into uh, in this um, in this uh, podcast today, um, but I will in future ones. But uh, sorry, I'm getting a little off topic here. Um, yeah, so why you shouldn't go below like three or four weeks when you're dieting? So it's just um, if you're or if you're going at a too slow of a rate, if you're going less than 0.5%, um, it's just going to be demotivating because you're not going to really see any results. Um, like you'll there will be results happening, but they'll be so slow that's hard to keep up with it. And you'll just like, why am I even doing this in the first place? So going too slow, it's hard to measure too because you do have those data day fluctuations and taking the average of the week. Um, if you're increasing weight at like 0.2% or whatever your body weight, it's really hard to tell if that's actually happening. happening. So, um, so those are the reasons why going too slow is just not a good idea. Um, and after, after these dieting phases, so after that six to 12 weeks of being in that calorie deficit, um, it's important to go into like a maintenance phase or go into even a reverse diet. So a maintenance phase is essentially just bringing your calories up to a level where you can just maintain at that same weight. So typically if you're dropping one pound of body weight per week, so that's a 500 calorie deficit, um, you would just bring your calories up by about 500. Um, stay there. Um, if you're in a maintenance phase, I would suggest staying in a maintenance phase for at least like um, three to four weeks after that long dieting period, um, just to help with energy levels, help with your uh, appetite, um, decrease the amount of hunger you're having. Um, and it's just uh, your performance in the gym is definitely going to be elevated. 
And uh, yeah, just kind of reversing all those negative adaptations that come along with dieting for a long period of time. And then after that, like three to four weeks of being in that maintenance phase, you'll be ready to go back into another dieting phase. Um, typically, if you're doing another one, you're probably going to want to make that duration a little bit shorter than the first one. Uh, but uh, yes, and what you can also do too, if you are dieting and you get down to a very low calorie, a very low calorie intake is go into what is known as a reverse diet. So that's where you're slowly increasing your calories up over time. So increasing by like 50 to hundred calories per week, depending on how your body weight's fluctuating. Um, this is also a great way just to kind of build up that metabolism, uh, take away any of those negative adaptations that come along with dieting. Um, yeah, so that's what I wanted to talk about with you guys today. So I'll just kind of quickly recap it. Um, so essentially, we just kind of went over um, how long you should be in a dieting phase and what uh, the rate of weight loss should look like. So that rate of weight loss, again, is between 0.5% and 1% of your total body weight per week. Um, and then that weight loss duration shouldn't be, should be kind of between 6 to uh, 12 weeks. Um, so you can go on a little bit of a lower end of that or a little bit of a higher end of that, depending on the individual, like I was talking about uh, before, but uh, that's a good range that you're going to be able to adhere to long-term. Um, yeah, so that's all I had for you guys today. Um, again, check it out on, uh, check this podcast out on Lifting Nerds on Spotify. Other than that, guys, I'll be live on here every uh, Wednesday morning at uh, 9 a.m. Uh, have a great one.